but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. All right, Muggs, we are back on the air. Welcome, uh, welcome us into your ears on a, a Thursday night, a Friday morning, a Friday Arvo, a Saturday. It doesn't matter. We're back to give you the Eagle Farm rundown. Moz here with Bean. Mate, I'll tell you one word to describe this week's card off season. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, you're, you're spot on there. I did um, I had, did a small write-up for the Wednesday card and um, I went horribly. Um, it was a, it was leaders only at Doombin on the Wednesday, which um, I thought they might, I thought they might run on a little bit, but um, not to be with the rail out. And um, yeah, back to Eagle Farm and it's, yeah, there's a couple of, there's a, there's a couple of shorties and like good looking things, but it's a pretty ordinary sort of setup we've got going on here this weekend. So hope find some value, mate. Yeah. <laughs> geez. I don't know about that. Eh? Like it's a good, it, it'll be, <laughs> It'll play good. I mean, the rails back in the one. I think the last meet it might have been what like we had a, a Saturday and then a Wednesday where it was out nine and then out twelve. It played wide. It played inside. No yeah. one really knew. So you you want to probably expect that that inside grass is absolutely prime to where you want to be. Could turn out to be a bit of a speed track as well. <clears throat> Yeah, I think um, it, it's actually played, to be honest, even though the shifty surface and we do carry on about it a little bit on the potty, it's played pretty fair, to be honest. I think, like, everything's sort of had a chance, like like you mentioned, out wide on the rail. I think, you know, it's yeah generally best horse wins sort of situation. So, yeah, should be a pretty good card. And that leads us into, mate, the race one tab venue mode handicap. Let's not muck about. We start off with Release the Beans leading the market. Hamlet Von Snitchell for the Nat McCaw yard. No jockey noms. So assuming still coming, but no jockey nom there. Illusionist for the Friedman yard. So he's, I think he had his first winner, uh, not last week, midweek, the week before, I'm pretty sure. So he's starting to get a, through, a few through the track. And then you've got Princess Bojack, um, Crime on Tears and Dream Game. Never heard of it, so here we go. How do you see the first one, mate? Yeah, it's well. What a uh, what a way to open up the <laughs> the uh, the wallet. It's eleven forty eight there on Saturday, um, mate. It's it's a real tough one because yeah, two year old racing. We know how it goes, mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the foreigners here. I've got illusionist on top uh, for the Friedman stable. Look, the only thing I've sort of looked at is you know two starts on a soft, one on a heavy. Um, ran well, but probably didn't relish in those conditions. So the fact that the Freedmans are bringing a horse up to Queensland, I mean, the prize money is just as good as, as you know, your provisional New South Wales, but they could just be hunting those dry tracks. Um, I just know that the the local heat coat too, you know, they've, they've always in and around it, mate. They've got the exposed form. We can probably line them up. Illusionist seems to be that left of field, except in this race that I can see there's been a little bit of money for it already. So Happy punting mugs. Mate, we're um we're gonna we're gonna start off with the old bang bang. That I've got illusionist on top as well, mate. I just think um I mean it's it's not really exposed, but I pretty much put the same comments you've thrown down. I think yep. um they're clearly hunting a dry track, they just haven't got it yet. Um should be leading from three. Taylor Marshall's came through the um won the won the guineas up there. Ah, uh, no, won the glass 
House on King Hastings on the weekend. So he's in form. Um, I just think, yeah, should be leading and um, be pretty tough to beat with the rail out one. So happy to be with the Friedman Yard there. Class is permanent, mate. Boom. Winners, winners, baby. Race one, down it down. Uh, and yeah, that's exactly it. And I reckon that we're going to be pretty much seeing it the same here in race two because we've got a class six over the thousand shooting for gold. Uh, look, it's short. It's sweet. It's two from two at the track. It relishes a good track. Big, bad bustle and Bailey sticks, mate. Um, and the form behind it just keeps stacking up. So is it a matter of the more you put on, the more you get back in there for shooting for gold, mate? Yeah, mate, I, I, you can't you can't sort of go anywhere else. I mean, if it was going to be beaten, it would have been last start when it was <laughs> in the ruck yep. and no gaps appeared. So, yeah, it gets clear running from two. Bailey's one of the best. He is the stone-faced killer out there on the track, and, um, yeah, he gets the job done here. $1.60s, uh, in terms of price, it's probably, I mean, Genzai the Wolf didn't run that poorly, so the differential there is probably not, it's probably not, as close as it could be. I think Genza's probably overs at eight, but um yeah, can't see it getting beat. No. But you gotta you gotta consider too. I mean you're looking at shooting for gold was first up there as well. Yeah. Probably just did what it needed to do. I mean it's gonna it's gonna absolutely fly. Two from two second up as well. That's not a bad little juicy stat that we'll throw in there for you there, mugs. Um but I mean, even from that race, I'm just having a look at that for now. I think Spirit's choice is one. I think Desert Man has uh one. Ditmus lines up later in the card as well. Um you know, it's a pretty – when you're looking at, at winners that are coming out of races with horses like this, it just yeah. stacks up that it was, you know, well, it's it's come back just as good. So, yeah, super. Maybe, maybe race three. You can uh, you can give us a bit of a rundown to find a bit of value. <coughs> yeah, mate, we got the race three, the Gallopers Sports Club plate over the 1,000. And um, even more for BJ Lockwood leads us off. We've got Ready Babe for the Mark Curry stable, bringing another one to town, <laughs> trying to trying to nab another winner like he did first up the Sunny Coast on the weekend at T-Bar. He's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a mastermind that yard. And then we've got Mary Valley Power Boom and one of my um one yeah. of my little favourites in Spirit House lining up here. So um. Look, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb again. I'm sticking with Spirit House. I'm not ready to throw in the towel just quite yet. Um, I think last start was um, it was midweek. It was out wide, and I think it was just in the worst part of the track on that particular event. It just it draws super here in three. Um, there should be pace set by that favourite, and I think over the big long 400 meters straight, I just think it, it, it gets every opportunity to to run it down, and the loney sticks again. So I yeah, it has to has to win on Saturday. In my humble. In your humble, mate. Well, that's the best uh, version of yourself, isn't it? <coughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – well, that's it. If you if you look two, two weeks ago, mate, you would have had, you know, Kieran Ma here, you would have had Chris Wall here, you would have had this, this and this. But now you get the Toowoomba, Toowoomba crowd in and, of course, Mr. Century Man himself, Mr. Tony Golan. But, mate, I'm going to make uh, make a case for one there. Second line of betting, Abby Moore on top for me. Uh, and a bit of a shout out here for Big KWT. I know if you're a bit of a Toowoomba tragic like uh, we are sometimes, mate, you know that the kid goes all right out there in the burbs. So he comes to town with three kilos. So <coughs> he's right, mate. Like he's oh, he's taken weight off class horses who had no weight. Yeah, he could um he he could do the old he could have a bit of a bit of the Bailey effect here. I think when he's um 
now that he's now that I think he's in town almost permanently now. So it could um it, and he's picking up clearly some pretty good rides. So <laughs> oh wait, those those numbers could be racking up pretty quickly. And I think the I think the claim might disappear just as fast, to be honest. <laughs> well that's it, mate. And I'm and I'm gonna utilize him on uh, on Abby Moore here as I said. But first up, um look lightly raced three year old. It's done nothing wrong from five starts, put it that way, but Last prep was was sort of going around, well, it beat Kingston's here, who's been uh, up and about this prep, looking sharp, coming up with the shorts as well there, mate. Um, and then they got to uh, the Magic Millions sort of race series there as well with with an under its first prep as well. So could be a little bit of spruit there from the Lockwood stable. Um, but again, mate, this is one of those fields where you've got the big stables, the, the outsiders there from Toowoomba, Sunny Coast, a few trainers are here as well. Should be interesting. But at least Abby Moore, mate, Barrier 5 should almost be leading or thereabouts as well. Spirit House is probably the one that sits right off it. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be back in the ruck and battling. But um, I think I just, I've got to give it one more chance at the price. And, and the Maloney sticking the, the push for me, eh? <laughs> Mate, this is, the, we should really have a, uh, a last chance list. Because I think, I think well, if we, if we were to read them out, this podcast would go for about four hours there, mate. <laughs> We just can't give it. We just can't throw them away, mate. <laughs> we see something in one run, and we just hold on, strap yourself in for the next forty starts. <laughs> give me the pain, oh, mate. Well, I'll give you the pain, and it comes up in race four here. We've got a, a nice little open handicap, twelve hundred meters, mate. Absolutely prime optimal distance there at the wonderful Eagle Four Eagle Farm Race Course, courtesy of the Brisbane Racing Club, who we just love. And uh, too bad they don't have a better renewal offer, but anyway. F Troop, mate, you would have had to have been blind to miss this trial. I mean, it's been spruced left, right, and centre. And that man, again, KWT on board, he's going to take it down to 51 kilos from barrier six. The big if, if any if, mate, uh, we've got a field of what? We've got eight horses, and I reckon eight of these horses lead. So what happens from the gate? Yeah, it's – yeah, I mean yeah. – I have it on top, F Troop. You just kind of have to off the trial. I mean, trial forms on everything, but just it's just looked that good that it's just kind of like, oh, well, there it is. But I mean, Fan, Phantom Falcon only knows one way, and that's abs- like run, run an absolute bottler. Red Chase is pretty similar. Boom Sarah likes to be handy. I think the rest of the others will be just in behind it could be um i think it'll be just a clash of the titans out in front around the corner and then whatever's the um whatever's the fittest and the um and the toughest holds on f troops probably not the toughest in some of those circumstances does tend to just not quite get the bobbin but uh, i've got to take the trial on trust and have it on top i think three dollars eighty is at least value so i'm happy with that in this field it's you know five six bucks the field so yeah that's all right that's not a bad play for me yeah, and look, if you well, hindsight's a wonderful thing, mate. But if you look at the form, it's gone zip from five now on a soft track as well. So yeah. the big boss man TJ's gone. You know what? It's a good track, or this fella isn't yeah. running, um, mate. And I'm going to blow your socks off here because I'm uh, I'm looking rough as you can possibly get. I'm going to throw all two Hui in on top there at the forty ones, if you don't mind, mate. The roughy of the field. I reckon it can lead. It's going to be a pest or it's just going to get the lead. And I think a lot of horses are going to be thrown off to sit off it. Um, Ex-Victorian, mate, it, it put together a couple of wins there with a sale cup, I believe, one day and, and maybe another country cup. Um, but it's just a horse that's a, a rock-hard fit horse as well. So back to the 1,200. I believe it's a trainer switch. If not, they sold it, whatever the case is, mate. 
just let. Yeah, Philip Stokes, I think, had it last, did he? Before that, it was with thing, roll along and fly it in front. I reckon that's the instructions for Mickey. Hell yeah. Well, I think, um, yeah, Philip Stokes had it. And then was it Waller before that? I'm pretty sure even. It just rings yeah. a bell. It was with Waller before that. I don't know. Waller, maybe maybe even Weir back in the day, mate. I mean, yeah, we right. can I can go right back and find our Rose Hill. Um, we're looking. Thanks for hanging out with this mugs here. We're doing our form. Oh, G Moore back in the day. That's on debut. I reckon it's yeah. one of those horses that's had maybe three or four trainer swaps and and they're still trying to find out the winning formula for it. They <laughs> <laughs> give it to the mugs and give it to the holberts and he'll figure it out, mate. That's it, mate. Wait, after like... that, after that super tough affair, we make it this is this is it get, just gets even easier. The four extra <laughs> handicap over the eighteen hundred meters, the middle distance handicaps are back and there is a couple coming up, I think, as well over the eighteen hundred. And these things are oh, they're just I, I just find these eighteen hundred meter races just almost impossible to tip because most of them haven't run the trip, which is pretty clear in this field, without thinking leads us off from the Simon's Yard at 440, Victoria Park for Golan and Maloney 480. I think it's one of the few that actually has run the trip. And then you've got Lethal Warning for TJ, um, Titled Tycoon for Freeman, Auron's back here for Golan. So he's got half the field and then a few others make up the rest. But I went through this race last uh, last night and it's dead set. I think about two have run the trip. It's an absolute just – I don't necessarily think none of them are – or any of them are awful. Like they, I think they all have a fair bit of potential, but it's just lining them up's just an absolute. You're just shooting in the dark. So Victoria Park, mate, on top for me at 480. I'm sticking with that Golan Maloney form. I mean, I just think he's going to get the pick of the ride. So he's obviously chosen to ride Victoria Park. It's up in grade slightly, drops a bit of weight. Um, nice draw. Should be sitting right behind Queen Dazzler, who I think will be the the, the race leader or at least set the tempo and if he gets a pretty good spot in behind there with the 55 and a half on his back and probably the best jock in the state riding I think um I think he's going to be too good and it's another one we're getting 480 to play so happy to be with Victoria Park yeah it's an absolute like shit we need to put a you know a, a mile beyond race on for the three-year-olds like yeah seems to be random distance every week I think like <laughs> A lot of these three-year-olds probably want to test themselves beyond 2,000, but they just don't put the races on. You could even look at, like, a three- and four-year-old um, handicap, two races on the card every week, and you've got your mile, you've got your 2,000-meter race, you've got options to go to. So, I mean, you look at a horse, and this is – I've got Lethal Warning on top, mate, so this this just sums this up. But yeah. <laughs> a horse like Lethal Warning, he's, he's been super impressive on debut at $1,400, $26, um, and now it's jumping up to the 1800 for his for her second official start there. Um, so sums up the race, mate. I just thought the win was pretty impressive to the eye. I think it was that day at Eagle Farm where they were all coming wide and winning wide. So, you know, it'll be a bit of juries out on that form, but we're going to find out. It's the only way we can. Lock it in. <laughs> Best of luck, mate. <laughs> I'm going to need more than luck, mate. I'm going to need more than luck. Um, we're moving on to the quaddy and mate, just, uh, just before we get stuck in, we, the mugs had a couple of runners there over the weekend. We had mate, the horse racing, it's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. 
Um, yep. Our girl out at T-Bar, mate, she, we thought she'd perform a bit better. Had a few excuses, but, you know, still leaves a sombre taste in your mouth. And then Mystic Aroma was up and about there Sunday, just giving you jitters about what could be. So, whew. Yeah, mate, already, well, Rose, a bit disappointing. Not um, not ideal, but, uh, I mean, if you watch rewatch the race, missed the jump and just, I think from there it was... It was probably Curtis, to be honest. We were all we were all watching and wishing, but off the back of how she ran the trials, she probably needed to be out in the, the front couple. Um, but Mystic Aroma, mate, she looks like a something in the making. Seriously, she was ultra ultra impressive. Drew the car park was basically running from Caloundra Beach, and um, yeah, just took the gaps nicely. Didn't sort of shirk the task at all. And um, and then two plus two plus came off in the end, and I think he um. I think he was almost happy to happy to boot. We go off the rides, <laughs> so we've got a um, we've got a bit of a battle on our hands for the um for the for the rider. It looks like so. Yeah, no, it was, it's good times. I'm looking forward to next start. So, twelve hundred fingers crossed, and away we go. Well, I guess that's that's the option going forward. We uh, we take a couple of pairs of boxing gloves down in the trials for the two lads to to sort it out, or we just pull the old political card and go. Will, mate, this is why we pay you the big bucks. You're the trainer. You make the decisions. Go yeah. for it. You have yeah. that chat. So I think I think oh, he can de- I think yeah, right. I think he can decide and sort it out. It's I mean, like they, they both rode them super. Like first start, we go got going early on the corner at Doombin and put her in a spot where she could hunt them down and just missed. And then from 16, two plus did all he could to get in behind her. And she took the gaps and was just too far off them pretty much. So yeah, they both rode her super. So Fingers yep. crossed she's as good as they uh, make an out. That's it, mate. The the lids are certainly about to come off. So watch this space mugs because if she's uh, she's winning, it means we've got some cash to go get another next champion. So we want to have lots of you mugga muggets involved. But uh, look out for a, coming up for an absolute kill of a maiden at $1.04 that will all truck launch, mate. That's just how we do it. <laughs> All right, look, race six, start of the quarter, mate. We need to make some cash because, we look, we, we had an average carnival, let's be honest. We had an absolute yeah. fill-up the last couple of weekends. So we're back in the good books, mm-hmm. but we've got an absolute – well, they're all like this today. It's it's a real – it's a lot of horses that uh, are probably just getting into their campaigns mugs. So it'll be a good weekend going forward that we can sort of see what horses are presenting through form lines. Um, but the one we've got – uh, how do you even pronounce this, mate? Cinquadia. 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 Uh, hangs around from the Freedmans, mate. Was was a nice third last start there, but behind Indispensable and Seen Too Many, um, which, you know, is pretty good form on its day. And then you've got a lot of the locals here. I mean, I think there is – no, there's nothing from any other stables than Queensland-based stables. So we're starting to see the Queensland form can hopefully hold up and uh, give us some winners coming over the next couple of weeks as well. What do you got? Yeah, man, I think this race was down to two, to be honest. And that um, that was Tears of Love and London Banker. They were both um, they were both super in behind Smart Meteor. That was the time I jumped off Smart Meteor. So that's how good I go, Muggs. I'm an absolute genius. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just thought London Bank had a tiny bit more upside. There's no weight swing in either direction here. And they both sort of finished across the line together. And from the draw, it just sets up a little bit better for London Banker. Likes to sit back off the pace, gets the big, big wide open track to wind up. Ex-Kiwi horse, who surprisingly does handle the good ground fairly well. And I just have this, um, it's not a system per se, but Kelly Schweder 
his horses just go better at Eagle Farm. I don't really, I don't, I don't know if the stats will back me up on that, but just from what I see, they tend to, they tend to just run better at Eagle Farm. So happy to be with London Banker there with Jimmy Orman on. Yeah, mate, I'm seeing it's how you are. And I'll back you up with the stats there because, look, mate, let's be honest. Who the hell needs stats to back up a <laughs> confident statement like you just made there? Um, I'm, I'm on too. I think uh, the jockeys in question was a big deterring factor away from Tears of Love for myself. Um, but, again, if you just look at the draw, I mean, there's not much difference in the weights, but... Barrier six, barrier 12, I guess if you're looking for more a reason not to back one or the other, um, barrier 12 sort of kills it for me with tears of love. So yeah. I think you're right. I think that's that's the form going in there um, and we're getting a bit of unders at the top of the market there. Fort Wayne, I just don't know. I don't know how. It didn't, it, yeah, it, it, didn't, it didn't run on last start at all, Fort Wayne. I, I, like when I saw the price, I was like, doesn't make sense because it wasn't impressive in that run of the um, – at the, it was a sunny coast, wasn't it, where it ran last year? And it just looked a bit like it was it was battling the final 200. Mm. And I was like, 1,800. I was like, well, it's not going to run any better over the longer trip. No way. It was could barely finish the 14. <laughs> yeah, and it's – but that was uh, – well, that was on Saturday, wasn't it? So it's a pretty quick backup. So whether or not it was just an absolute shamble of a run, seems to be a pretty good sunny coast horse too, though. So you're wondering why – it's flop there that they're bringing it to Eagle Farm, which doesn't really like it any better. But uh, you got the big man Bailey North on top, so he can have egg on our face pretty damn quick. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear about it too from Big Bailey as well. I'll send a message through after he gets it home. They love they love giving us a spray, don't they? The jocks fucking give yeah, us they... a spray and then ask us for a beanie. Jesus, they you make that much money, Why <laughs> All right, race seven, mate. We're gonna move on. We're gonna get back down to business and. Uh, you got three, well, four in the market, I guess, that around that four or five dollar mark. Dream Reacher, Avawal, come through the same race there, I believe. Um, Dynamic Duo, and of course, Word for Word, which is going to be a very, very popular horse because there's a lot of tra- mug tragics out there that just can't help themselves with Word for Word. Mate. Mr. Wong is the forgotten horse here. It's a trainer switch from down in Sydney. Pretty sure it was with Waller previously. I keep saying Waller previously, but I'm almost certain it was Waller previously. Comes up here after trial at Deegan, which was... Definitely not Waller, mate. You need to look at you. Nah, I think it was uh, an S. Jones, country New South Wales. Oh, was it? Mm. Going around in highways every week. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it ran. It was in the... um, It was in the... um, was it, was it on Everest Day it ran, I think? And it was sort of in the market for the highway. For Anyway, forget all that. First up is its go. Um, absolutely loves this trip. Um, there's plenty of speed on here. Um, I just think it'll be able to wind up late from Barrier 6, Mickey Hell Yeah, and potentially going with the just slightly outclassed down south and they're bringing it, you know, stable switch, bring it to town here in Brisbane and perhaps it lines up. I just thought I can't have any of those ones on top. Uh, Dream Reacher I like, but draw sort of out. Word for word, I just, it's an absolute cat. If it wins on the weekend, I'll eat my own shoe. It's, yeah, cannot win on Saturday. Absolute lay. And um, the other's happy to be with Mr. Wong at a bit of a price. Yeah, mate, it sums up that, doesn't it? I mean, Dream Reacher is is cat as well. I mean, you've got... They're just non-winners. 
Pacers, they're just not winners. Word for word, I don't need to go too much detail. Uh, mate, I've ended up with Avawal on top here. Um, I've got our boy, our new boy, KWT on board. And for the boss man, Lindsay Hatch, we just know Lindsay Hatch doesn't come to town unless he's got a half decent one. And to be honest, that's probably why KWT is in town this weekend because he said, mate, you're coming to town to ride this for me because I think it's a winner. Um, and if you scalp a few rides along the way, good on you, son. Enjoy the extra pocket money for Sunday night shenanigans. So, um, <laughs> barrier 11, mate, it's probably going to sit midfield if it can get a spot. But I'm out there with Dream Reacher, word for word. Um, even dynamic duo in the markets drawn wide as well. So if you, you know, I was sort of looking, if you're liking the shorter favourites, you're going to have the exact same questions going through your head that, that I have with Barrier 11. So that's how I'm seeing it, mate. It might just be a, a blanket finish with 14 of them dead heating would be probably a good result, if I'm honest. <laughs> mate, that would be, that would be a, fa- a fabulous result. Happy to have you just put it <laughs> 10 ways or whatever it is with Mr. Wong, get my, get my dollar back. <laughs> right, mate. Oh, well, we'll we'll fight it back in uh in race eight, mate, because there is a shorty here, and I know Bean, you love a bloody shorty, mate. Mister Favorites, they call you back. At, oh, uh, give me a break, <laughs> mate. I'm, mate, I like the rough stuff normally, but yeah. You jump over to Eagle Farm and you stick with what's true, but but uh, well, look, Triple Ace comes up through some Rose Hill, some Randwick form, New South Wales form, mate. Chris Lee's big boy, Andy Mallion on board. Um, eloquently, not too sure what they're doing there. No jock noms. The ruler is back to some winning form, which was huge. Um, and Shan Jomi's the other one that's three from four, a bit of the unknown factor there as well. Um, knocked off front money there last start, who came out on Wednesday and won pretty convincingly. It must be said there too. Mate, is it uh, short and sweet for triple? Yeah, I think. Um... Or I think there might be a few at odds here that might take a fancy. Nah, tri- triple ace, mate. I think Shanjomi's the main the main danger, to be honest. I'm assuming eloquently is not coming. That's just a bit of a feeling with the jockey not non. I think it ran oh, mid last week or something like that. So, um, yeah, triple ace. The four behind Madam Legend's just super. Madam Legend looks like a pretty good horse um, down south. Um, good track's a big tick. It'll be leading from barrier two. And I just don't think, unless Derulo really hunts up and gives it a whole stack of trouble... Yeah, the fitness improvement sort of second up should just be winning this, I think. Yeah, uh, and even you look at last prep there, mate, you've got a second to Malkovich, which I believe, uh, I think it might have been in group three there last week at Caulfield. Yeah, it was, the, if- was the red hot favourite as well. Yeah. Didn't win, but so, ran pretty well, yeah. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> I think it was even bobbed, bobbed on the line, something like that. Look, I think triple, triple ace is, is your likely winner, man. But I'll make a bit of a case for one at the odds, and that's Felicity Amici. Second up will be a big tick. The 1200 is probably still not ideal, um, but there looks to be a bit of speed on, and, and this girl just loves Eagle Farm and running on. So she's drawn the car park, but that's exactly what she wants. It's just going to be whether they're, they're sort of running on from anywhere on the day. You've got Bobby Fratt on board, mate. He is the absolute ledge when he wants to be, um, and he's going to do that for me. But Felicity Amici, at the 15, so I'm probably getting four or five bucks to place, maybe, which could be a, uh, a bit of an exotic fill up with Triple Ace. One of the one of the mugs' favourites on Bellissimi Amici, mate. <laughs> Jeez, mate, if she had been. We spotted her. I remember. I think on debut, ran a blinder, yeah. uh, put together a couple of wins there early days, but since then she's just 
run into nothing, 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 and nothing. She had a, stuck together about 15 wins together, mate. We probably could do this podcast live from the Maldives. It'd be a much funner experience for you and I both. Yep. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> okay. Lucky last, mate. Um, race nine, look, you've got a field of 50,000 here. You're going around at 1,200 metres. BM80, so the weights are all over the shot. Um, mate, I'll let you uh, you kick us off there with some confidence because I'm going to need it from you. Mate, honestly, if you... I need, don't really have much of an idea in this last race. If you need to get out in the last, my tip would be to you is to save your last 50 bucks. <laughs> get, get get the train home or get someone to pay for your Uber and buy a case of beer so you can sit at home on the couch and watch the footy or something. Because if this is, if this is your get out race, get, quit while you're ahead. However... I've got one here. It's it's carrying the absolute grandstand. <laughs> Big Bailey's on board, and that's impasse for the Matt Dunn stable. It's, it's, it's got 62 kilos on its back. The 1200s, a, a little bit of an improvement over that shorter trip. So obviously less to run with the well, less less distance to run with the weight, which is a bit of a um a bit of a push. It it's a non-winner, right? But Bit of pace, Ditmas, Snow Valley, Americana Magic. It's been down in Sydney and it's had all rain-affected surfaces, soft and heavy, which is just simply not his go. Finally gets a dry track, which is, I'm assuming, why, why they're up here. Um, it'll be it'll be just off the... It'll be sort of off the pace, backmarking, that kind of thing. But from Barrier 5, Bailey should be able to hold a position and does love this track. And with late closing splits that are topping this field, I think it. Um, I think at the thirteen or fourteen dollars, whatever it was, it's a pretty good bet actually each way. And what is it? Literally, it's, this race is impossible. <laughs> oh mate, dead set is. And and let's just clarify, mate. My my get out is actually probably race three because I just go far too hard in races one or two and look like an absolute buffoon. Um, I'm going back to the well here with Ditmus, believe it or not. And <laughs> yeah, I I bet you believed it. I don't think you needed to, to listen to me say it. Mate, second up, I think that the the old boy, seven-year-old now, rising seven-year-old, um, he'll be an eight-year-old soon because they all tick over soon, don't they? Yep. But first up behind shooting for gold, mate, had to give it two kilos and was Three and a half lengths behind. Yeah, not too bad, but you've also got through that race, you've got Genzai the Wolf, Spirit's Choice, Desert Man, all who are being Saturday grade performers. So I think that the $11 is a little bit missed. Barrier 11 as well. This is a horse that absolutely will run into the back of anything you put in front of it. If you've got a, if you're 40 meters away and you just step one step to your left, Dipmas will veer off the track to run up your back. And then somehow have to get out, but it, it's a bit of a who's who's, isn't it, mate? I mean, you've even got you've even got Sea Raider who's paying fifteen dollars, mate. And Sea Raider had a bit of a purple patch there last prep. This could be a surprisingly cracker of a race there in the last, um, without the punting side of things. That'd be a shocker. It'll be a um, it'll be a juicy fecky and first four. I think this one, if you can nab it. But good luck to those who are playing that way because it looks impossible. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, mates, we need to uh, we need to get the best out of us. Um, now, we've, we've pretty much said about it. This is almost the season restart for us, Muggs, isn't it? We we peak all year and then we have a uh, an off-season throughout the Winter Carnival. But, <laughs> hey, Muggs, we're back for round one. We're going to do you, do you well. 
We've always got big things in the works, whether you think they are or not. They're always happening. But Beans, banger, mate. Week one, round one. What do you have for us? Mate, race eight, triple ace. Just I think it's I think it's the best horse or close to the best horse on the card, and I think it'll be winning at the two dollars forty. Play it all day. Load the multiples. Oof. Uh, mate, I'm going to race three for Moz's must-have. KWT, he gets his first Eagle Farm winner, if I'm uh, not mistaken. But he's got Abby Moore there, who I think just leads, leads, leads and wins. $4.50 is a pretty juicy little price there as well. Um, and a good mate there at lordyslocks.com.au has uh, gone above and beyond there to give us shooting for gold, mate. So Oh, wow. Jeez, he's, he's hunted he the value out there, the card. He does. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think he just jagged his Lloyd's lot last week and he wants to just keep the, the run going. So yeah, right. it's, the only, it's the only running he does, to be honest. So <laughs> what we've got to do. Um, mate, it should be a good little card, but uh, hey, we just got to enjoy the off-season because then we get stuck into sort of the group ones back down south again, which is always exciting times ahead, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. We've got a f- oh, there's looks a few prospects too from up here that'll be heading down that way too. So we've obviously saw the Rothfire footage during the week. So apparently he's come back super. So no, I'm looking forward to seeing, particularly how the Queens like the key Queensland chances go. I'm not sure if um the big H is heading back down there again to have another tilt with a few, but it'll be interesting to see if they get a few of those big fellas back. Well, you sort of wonder, I mean, even even if you look at that Stradbroke field, a lot of those horses were maybe what three, I mean, bigger ones yeah, they- injured three or four runs into their prep. So surely they yeah. can't be in the paddock. Like, why would you, you yeah. know, take the punt and, and go, let's have a have a crack at a Melbourne handicap where you sneak in light of the weights and can run a bolter. Yeah, just keep them fresh in that. Yeah, well, that, that was why I made the comment. I think a lot of them sort of haven't been pummeled in the in the prep. So I think, yeah, they'll fitness on their side and keep them ticking over. And, yeah, could see a couple of prospects. So, no, pretty exciting times. Looking forward to it and value city on Saturday at the um at the farm. <laughs> yeah, mate. The good old farm will clean up and uh, make the most of our memberships that are due to expire at the end of this month. So hopefully we get a last minute request to renew and get something a bit better than a, a chance to win this. Anyway, good job. See you, mugs. Catch you, mugs.